You guys have now tuned in into the Upper Room Podcast. Let's go. Episode 2. Thank you for tuning in, y'all. Like I said, we're going to keep this ball rolling. Eat some blueberries in the morning. The Upper Room. If you don't know nothing about me. You know I'm gon' get it Sorry love, don't take this personal But we just so different You can keep the diamonds and designer That just came with bullshit This that drink of coffee, take a walk shit Doing push-ups in my love shit Alright, thank you for tuning in This is the Upper Room Podcast with Quincy Chapel. Uh, thank you for tuning in So today, we will be talking about investing Um I'm going to be doing more, um, I'm going to be giving you guys more surface level information as far as investing. So this episode can be geared towards those individuals who uh, just want a deeper understanding into how to invest, uh, what to invest in, and just where do you start? I know when I got into investing um, a couple of years back, I didn't know where to start. So I just went on Google, typed in the search engine, how to begin investing. And from there, you know, I did my homework, I researched and researched and researched and, you know, got scammed along the way. But, um, you know, through it all, you know, um, I learned, you know, what investing actually is and the mindset that you need to be a strong investor. Now, we're going to start off um, by answering this question. Now, many of you guys or, you know, some of you guys who just don't know where to start with investing, you might be asking, well, where do I start? Well, first and foremost, grab your computer, grab your mobile phone, and go ahead and type in uh, how to invest, what to invest in, where do I start when I want to begin investing. Now, first and foremost, one thing that I learned with investing is you have to do your homework. You know, there's too many individuals that are just lazy, and, you know, whenever there's work involved, you know, they just veer from it, Um, and this is not the case. You know, in order to uh, invest. You have to do your homework um, because like they say, you know, put your money where your mouth is. You know what I mean? So um, you need to put your money in a company that you are confident in. Um, you need to put your money in a project that you are confident in uh, the future, you know, of this project or this company or this corporation. So that's first and foremost. Do your homework, research about that company that you're curious about and Continue to research, look into the top management, the CEOs, you know, the top shareholders. Um, Take that into consideration. Um, You know, whenever you invest in a company, I know one thing I do is I look towards the future. And this is where, you know, you begin to test your 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 skills of uh, having foresight. For instance, Tesla, you know, when Tesla, you know, first came out um, maybe about a decade ago, you know, not many people heard about it. Not many people believed in the plan initially. Um, they were like electric cars. I mean, come on now. I can't even drive to L.A. You know, the car is going to break down. Um, and, you know, where and why would we need electric cars? Now that you see Elon Musk is uh, the richest man on Earth um, due to his foresight and, and also, you know, fulfilling that need, that void that our country and that this world um, needed field, you know, our, the pollution on this earth is horrible. So electric vehicles and, uh, you know, sustainable energy, um, it definitely filled that void and it filled a void in that market as well. 
and electric vehicles is the future. Um, so yes, doing your homework. Another thing, I'm going to be using Tesla as like you know a prime example in this investing, um, you know, uh, topic uh, with today's podcast. Um, but yes, another thing, you know, with Tesla, uh, Elon Musk um, used his foresight and he looked, you know, in the future, and that's what's most important with investing, and that's what I want to uh, push forward to, you know, my listeners is whatever company you see. You need to think to yourself, do I see this company lasting 20 years from now, 30 years from now? And if the answer is yes, then nine times out of 10, that is a good company, a good project to invest in. Investing is about longevity. Investing is not getting rich quick. It is very rare where you put your money in something and it just pops off just like that. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying people, you know, don't have uh, uh, inside information. Um, because I have heard of, you know, some instances where, you know, hey, go ahead and buy this. And, and you know, when, you know, in the next couple of weeks, you know, your money is quadrupled or, or is 10 times what it once was. So, you know, but that's in a rare case. But for the most part, you know, when you invest, you want to invest in a solid company. Um, you want to also look at their financial statements, you know, look at their uh, their cash flow. Now, many companies can, uh, you know, they really can't anymore, but it's called cooking the books now that we have the SEC commission. Um, but, you know, cooking the books is pretty much overstating your profits, understating your expenses and vice versa. And by doing that, it can look like you have a lot of money on your books. Right. Um, you have a lot of uh, IOUs, a lot of uh, 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 lenders or excuse me, uh, creditors, you know, in which, you know, you owe money to or uh, people that owe you money. Right. Um, in other words, it's a lot of money on credit. It looks good uh, on paper to, you know, those individuals who are just uninformed as to, you know, what that means. However, what you want to look at when you invest in a company is look at their cash flow. We just went through a pandemic in 2020. Now, the companies that lasted, Apple, Facebook, Tesla, all these blue chip stocks, that's a term that they use, blue chip stocks, um, they lasted because they had a tons and tons and tons of cash flow, um, you know, in the reserve. And for those companies that looked good on the surface, but sucked, you know, behind the scenes and just didn't have liquid cash, those are the companies that plummeted. So that's another thing you want to look at. Um, you also want to look at, you know, their assets and liabilities. Now, if they have more liabilities than assets, that's a red flag. That is a red flag. Now, another thing, to dig deeper and please don't let this go over your head some individuals can have tons of assets tons of assets and when you know when you uh you know compare their assets to their cash flow you know assets may be much higher now that's not always a bad thing when you have less cash flow and more assets why because that could mean that they use their cash flow to go buy more assets go buy land machinery Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. So you know you need to use your insight. You know when you're looking at these financial documents for each of these major companies that you're planning on investing in, and this is what I was trying to voice to you initially, with um, with having you know uh, insight and also doing your homework. You know with these companies, you can't expect uh, anyone to do homework for you, um, and that's that's just the way it is in life. You know if you want it done, you have to go get, you know go do it yourself. Um, what else? Um, 
So, you know, some people may be asking, how do I know what companies to invest in? So many companies. And, you know, the S&P 500, their index, they actually have about 505 companies listed that you can trade, sell, you know, buy. And, you know, I didn't know where to start. Honestly, I had to start buying the major companies, you know, Tesla, Microsoft, Facebook, Apple, uh, and, a, and a couple more that I can't, you know, that can't come to my mind right now. But, you know, that's one way to start, you know, blue chip stocks. That's what they call them. Blue chip stocks is pretty much, you know, the equivalent of major companies that are out there that are winning, you know, that are at the forefront. Now, those are safe bets. Now, for those individuals that want to start investing in companies that aren't really well known, they're more so startups. Now, obviously, you know, with any startup, um, there is risk involved. And before I get into that, with any investment you have, there will be risk involved. If there's no risk involved, then, you know, nine times out of 10, you know, they're lying. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. To you. And yeah, so, you know, with smaller companies, uh, startups, you know, it's very important to do your research. It's very important to have foresight and to actually, you know, train your mind to think like, okay, is this startup company going to have... Uh, a future is this is this startup company going to have uh, a long-term effect on the market that it's trying to uh, capitalize in and if all those questions are yes then I would say that's a pretty good investment now moving on into my next question that I had underneath this investing topic for this podcast it was how do I know what companies to invest in a lot of people ask me that like, how do I know what companies to invest in? Now, like I said previously, you can start off with the blue chip companies, um, the major ones, right? They have uh, all the major tech companies. They have Microsoft, NVIDIA, which is an uh, artificial intelligence company, um, Facebook, now called Meta, right? Um, Disney, um, what else? Coca-Cola, um, Berkshire Hathaway. Um, you know, all these major blue chip companies slash blue blue chip stocks, you know, these are the ones that I initially invested in. And I think this is a smart way to start getting into investing because it's a quote unquote safe bet. Now, even past that, you know, investing is not only geared towards only stocks, right? Um, investing in the stock market is not only geared towards just stocks, you know, they have mutual funds. They have ETFs. Um, me personally, you know, in my retirement account, I love investing in ETFs because it first off, it's it's not stressful for me. You know, it's way less volatile because I don't put all my eggs in one basket. And, you know, ETFs is just um, yeah, they have way less volatile highs and lows. And and I like them. And, you know, to explain what an ETF is, an ETF is an acronym. So each letter stands for something. E is exchange. T is traded. F is funds. ETF, exchange traded funds. Now, they have that saying, 
out there. Don't put all your eggs in one basket. Now, let me give you guys a quick example. If I invested in Apple, I got a thousand shares in Apple. You know, Tim Cook goes uh, and, you know, reveals the next iPhone and he says, fuck Apple. You know, I'm getting rid of all this. This company is a complete fraud. Uh, nobody go buy Apple anymore. Now, nine times out of 10, the stock is going to plummet. Now, I highly doubt he'll ever do that. It's too much money involved. <laughs> but if something like that were to happen, an unforeseen event, and you have all your money in this one company, that's not smart. Because when that company goes down, your money is going down with it. Now, with an ETF, an exchange-traded fund, we can look at this like, let's say... The ETF I invest in is QQQ. That's three Qs. Now, they invest in a lot of companies. Let's just say the ones I can see, it's, you know, it's like 10 to 15 companies, maybe even more. Now, let's just say they have 10 companies within this one ETF, right? Um, and I'm just going to do this just for, uh, you know, just for uh, clarification purposes. I'm not going to overcomplicate it. So let's just say there's 10 stocks and above that is this term ETF. ETF has these 10 stocks. Now let's just say each stock has 10% invested into it. So 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, all equals 100%, right? The major pie. Now if I have Apple, Tesla, and all these major companies, let's say Apple did go down. Tim Cook did do some dumb shit like that, right? And now, so at least I still have 90% of my investment protected in this ETF rather than having all my money in Apple and betting on this one company, right? So in other words, you know, it's helping you not uh, sell yourself short and it's kind of spreading, you know, your investments, uh, you know, in a more uh, diversified way and a more safer way. You know, you probably won't have the highest highs, but you definitely won't have the lowest lows. So it keeps you right in the middle. Um, so yes, ETFs, definitely look into that. Um, and another thing, you know, you have to have foresight, please train your mind to look into the future, um, see what is needed in this world, what markets are about to explode. Like right now, NFTs, non-fungible tokens, I'm investing in those heavily because I believe in it. I truly do. Web 3.0, a lot of people didn't believe, you know, when the internet of things first, first came out back in the 1990s. They were like, oh, that's not going to happen. Nope, nope, nope. Why would I go buy something online? Uh, even with Amazon and the and the Kindle, right? Why, why do I need to read a book? Why do I need to order it online? I could just go to the library, go read it. Now look at our world. Everything is geared towards effectiveness, efficiency. Um, sitting at your home and ordering literally everything, right? So the point being is don't ever underestimate the next big thing, you know, and that's what investing is all about. You have to have foresight. You have to look into the future and see, hmm, what's the next big thing, right? What's the next big thing? For instance, electric vehicles, sustainable energy, California, New York, these major uh, cities and states where tons and tons of people reside. Um, Gavin Newsom actually signed into law that I, I believe starting 2030, please don't quote me, but I believe it was the year 2030 or the year 2035 to where almost every vehicle has to either be a hybrid or completely electric, right? Now, if a law is signed in like that, I feel like it's, it's obvious that investing in an electric vehicle company is the way to go because it's the future. It's signed into law, which pretty much puts 
a stamp on it. Um, so, you know, that's important. And, you know, for all my listeners that are curious, well, what electric vehicle companies are there? Um, there's more than just Tesla. They have Xping. They have Li Auto. Um, and these are just a few that are out in, um, you know, China. And they also have a few more um, headquartered in our country, um, headquartered in California, actually, but they just can't come to my mind. But go ahead and research that. Go on Google and say, you know, top electric vehicle companies, and I'm sure they'll pop up. And like I said, do your homework, research, look at their financial statements, see what they're about. And another thing that I wanted to touch on that I didn't touch on before, when you're looking at those financial statements, also keep in mind that if a company is brand new, they just started maybe no more than five years ago or even less. Don't expect them to have billions and billions of dollars in their in the reserve. Right. That's not the case. When Tesla first started, that's why a lot of people didn't believe in it. They were in the negative. They were in the red for the longest. Elon Musk was in debt. Right. But sometimes that's how you have to start. You know, that's what a startup is. You're, you're, you know, you're pulling all this money. You're putting it into this idea, you know, your project and you're willing to go in debt for it. And eventually it will turn around. So you as being the researcher, you as being the investor, please take that into mind. Um, all new companies, like I said, it is a bigger risk when you're investing in newer companies because you don't know where it's projected to go. You don't even know if it has any projection. It might just be a, you know, a, a, a flank and it might just you know, sit there and not do anything. But that's the risk you take. But also keep that in mind. Um, Another thing that I wanted to go over, the mindset that you need to have to be a great investor. Now, I mentioned the Warren Buffett quote, um, which states, be fearful when others are greedy, be greedy when others are fearful. This is the way you need to think right now. The market is down. Do not panic. You continue to buy all those stocks on discount. You continue to buy all those ETFs on discount. You continue to buy all those cryptocurrencies on discount right now do not sell it especially if you're not planning on retiring me personally i'm 24 years old why would i go touch that money i don't need it i'm working you know i'm young i'm willing to go work you know once i'm ready to sit back and retire then i'll go pull that money because you need to let your money work for you you need to let your money work for you you know and that's what i was explaining you know with the compounded interest you know, you have $100 in the first year with a rate of return of 10%. So by year two, starting off a of year two, you can expect to have $110 in your account. With that same rate of return of 10%, $110 times 10% is $121. So now year three, you have $121. Now you multiply this by 50 years from now on top of you not only just having $100, but you're adding $100 every two weeks, right? That's compounded. So you have to keep your money in there. You have to have emotional intelligence. You cannot uh, think with your with your mind. You kind of have to think with your gut, you know, um, and hopefully I'm making sense with that, you know, but you just have to do anything in your power to not be so weak and to sell uh, and to not sell too prematurely. Um, another thing, um, besides foresight and, um, you know, besides, uh, foresight and, and being, you know, being fearful when others are greedy and being greedy when others are fearful. Um, I believe a, a good investor also, um, 
you know, for me, I invest in companies that I truly believe in. I invest in companies that I wouldn't mind working for because this is my money. You know, every day we get up, we go do what we do to earn this dollar. Now, if we're investing it in a company where, let's be honest, we haven't met these CEOs. We haven't met, um, and you know, I'm not speaking for everyone, but I haven't met these CEOs. I haven't met this top management. I haven't met the top shareholders in this company. So, you know, I only could trust you as far as I could throw you, right? So, you know, with that being said, I invest in companies that I truly, truly, truly believe in. Apple is a juggernaut in in their market space microsoft of course facebook of course um disney of course and all these corporations that i mentioned they have several subsidiaries underneath them i didn't know disney owns espn you know uh, espn is one of the biggest sports channels uh up to date you know what i mean coca-cola owns literally every brand that you think is competing with them they own it <laughs> whether that's sprite um, Shasta, uh, whatever. Coca-Cola has a wide variety of subsidiaries underneath them. So also take that into consideration. You know, when you're investing in these corporations, see what companies are underneath them, because if those companies underneath them are doing great, then obviously the parent company, Disney, Coca-Cola, Facebook, they're going to win regardless. Right. And, you know, in addition to that, you know, to conclude this podcast or before I conclude it, excuse me. I want to get into a couple of more uh, other investment classes. You know, I've solely talked about stocks and ETFs um, up to this point. But, you know, I am a firm believer in investing in multiple uh, investment classes, whether that's stocks, uh, real estate, crypto, um, into a friend's company, into your own business. Um, investing in yourself through education and a healthy diet and spirituality you know investing goes far beyond just money right um, investing all has to do with you putting the time in now sacrificing something right now and watching it grow watching it be prolific and fruitful for you in the near future now with that being said investing we already talked about stocks let's get into real estate I believe it is very important, especially for my young ones out there. Go get a piece of property. I know California is crazy expensive, but you could go to a Sacramento, to a Stockton, to an Antioch, to a Modesto and go get go get a piece of property. You know what I mean? Um, maybe that's too far out. But the point I'm trying to get at is real estate is a very safe and smart investment pool, especially if you know what you're doing now. One person broke it down to me like this, and I want to break it down to you guys like this, the listeners. When we invest in stocks, we're investing in the company. We're pretty much saying without saying we trust in this company. We trust that they will work in our favor. They will optimize our return. They will optimize our uh, investment with them and we will get an optimal return. That's what I'm trying to say. So in other words, when we invest in stocks, it's kind of out of our hands. It is out of our hands. We're putting all our trust in people that we don't even know. Right. We've done our research on these companies, but we truly do not know them. There can be insider training, excuse me, insider trading on the back end where top management, let's say top management for Apple. They're like, oh, we're about to plummet in a year from now. So Tim Cook and everyone else at top management, go ahead and sell your stocks at this date. 
And a week from then, everything's going to plummet. We're going to be safe, but sorry for the rest of the shareholders. Obviously, that won't happen because there's millions and millions of rules in place, but it could. There's a possibility, right? This is life. So with real estate, the reason I say get into real estate is because you have almost complete control over the value of your home. Now, yes, you know, there's three cycles to the market. You know what I mean? Uh, the market is either coming up from a downturn. It's in a constant. Right. It's at an all time high and then it can begin to start going low. Right. So it's either raising, it's constant or it's falling. However, with that aside, with real estate, let's say I own a property and I let's say it's a fix and flip. I buy a house. You know, the house needs little little renovation. Right. But, you know, in the current value of this home is uh, let's just say five hundred thousand dollars. Now, we want to sell this home um, at, let's say, seven hundred thousand dollars. But we need to put work into this house in order to get two hundred thousand dollars net profit. Right. Well, then again, it won't even be net profit because we're putting money into the house. So the current value is five hundred thousand dollars. Now, in order to get more money out of your investment in real estate, this is the cool thing about it. You have complete control. You go renovate a kitchen. You go fix a kitchen, get nice countertops. Um, it doesn't have to be the most expensive, but something that's visually appealing. You go get new carpet in the bedrooms. Go get some nice laminate floors in the living room. Little renovations, nothing too big. The point I'm getting at is you put $30,000 into a house, whether you're fixing the bathroom a bedroom, repainting the walls, that can pretty much make your initial investment go up twofold, threefold, fourfold. It'll exponentially help uh, your investment. And this is what I mean by you have almost complete control over your investment when it's, in, when it's tied into real estate. Because it, with a stock, you can't go buy one and then be like, okay, let me tweak this a little bit and I'll get more value out of it. No, once you own that stock, you own the stock and you, Jesus is taking the wheel. You, you, you know what I mean? Um, and it's going to be volatile. There's going to be ups and downs. And who knows, you know, whether those ups and downs will run parallel with where you are in your life and when you're ready to retire. I mean, let's imagine all the people that wanted to retire back when the financial crisis happened in 2008. A person probably had a million dollars in their retirement account. Oh, eight hit. Now it's two hundred thousand. How are you going to retire off of that? You know what I mean? Comfortably. Let's be honest. So at least with real estate, you have more control. You can go fix a part of the home and get an appraiser in there a couple weeks after you have fixed everything. And now the value of this uh, asset, real estate is an asset. The value of this asset has went up. So I think that's the true beauty in real estate. And, you know. It's also, you know, the true beauty in obviously owning real estate. Now, renting, in my opinion, I'd much rather own uh, real estate rather than rent. You know, I can go on forever on why I think that way. But for the most part, ownership is key. Now, if I wanted to move out of my home, I can rent it out. Obviously, rent it out, um, you know, at not much of a premium. But let's just say I rent out my home at twenty five hundred dollars. My mortgage is two thousand. You're bringing home more or less five hundred dollars a month. Straight cash flow, right? Could you do that with a stock? Maybe not. You know, you definitely couldn't, especially not every month. You know what I mean? So that's the power in real estate. 
Um, you can rent it out. You can milk it. The way I look at real estate, it's like a huge cow with the with the most purest form of vitamin D milk. You know what I mean? And you got to milk that motherfucker and get money out of it straight up. You know what I mean? So it's a very important to own real estate when you're renting the way I look at it. When you're renting, you're like a hamster in a hamster wheel. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not shaming anyone that is OK with that, because some people want to rent right now because they don't want to buy a home right now you know home prices are too high or you know they plan on moving to another state etc 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 but ownership is key you know because i believe you know when you're renting you're literally paying the owner and the owner is winning because you're paying his mortgage down to where he has to pay less and less and less and have to pay in less time to to the bank so pretty much you're helping him out and I guess you can say he's helping you out as well by allowing you to stay in his home or her home, but that's not the case. And I've always been a business minded individual. So for this podcast, I'm going to stamp it right now. Ownership over rental. Now that's real estate, uh, you know, in a, in a, in a short, in a short amount of time, you know, a short, um, short description, you know? So anyway, like I said, investing in stocks, real estate and cryptos 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 is a virtual currency if many of you guys don't know um they have xrp which is known as uh ripple um, i believe it's headquartered in san francisco but that's a token that you guys should look into xlm stellar lumen um it's another good crypto that i invest in jasmine j-a-s-m-y um, that's another cryptocurrency. That's another cryptocurrency. Uh, Bitcoin, obviously, right? The juggernaut in this whole crypto world. And Ethereum. Ethereum. They have Solana as well. Cardano. Um, they have so many of them out there. But, you know, the point of me mentioning all this is investing is not just tied to just stocks. You know, a lot of people get it misconstrued. Investing can be in multiple things um and I, I truly believe that it is important to diversify your portfolio diversify your life diversify everything you know but also don't spread yourself too thin so yes i would like to thank you guys for tuning in to episode two of the upper room podcast thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you for coming through and listening to yet another podcast i hope you guys enjoyed uh episode two of the upper room podcast this is the way we're gonna do it this is the way we're gonna keep doing it and we're not gonna stop um so i want to end this off with a promotional ad as many of you guys may know it is tax season people i am a licensed tax preparer so if you need your taxes done or know anyone who needs their taxes done please reach out to me uh via instagram my Instagram is at q.chap. It's spelled just the same way it sounds, at q.chap. Or give me an email at itsallbusinessllc at yahoo.com. Again, send me an email at itsallbusinessllc at yahoo.com it's tax season people it's very important to have a tax prepare helping you do your taxes yes you can go to TurboTax. yes you can go to h&r block online and get it done for zero dollars but nine times out of ten you're going to be owing the federal and state money back if you want your taxes done right get a tax prepare um, and this is referenced from the irs as a tax preparer our job is to lower 
our client's tax liability, obviously within the parameters that we can help lower your tax liability. So please reach out again, Quincy's Tax Services. Um, Quincy's Tax Services is a promotional ad at the upper room, also <laughs> hosted by your boy Quincy Chapel. So please, thank you for tuning in. I hope you guys enjoyed episode two. And we never gonna stop. We won't stop, and we won't won't won't, won't stop because it feels so right. How you doing, baby? Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.